if I think that I'm going to purposely create something that is what I call viral worthy, because it might not go viral on TikTok, but if I put it on another platform, it could go viral. And it's got those four components. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, it's Mark DeGrasse here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Hey, everyone. This is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer. And this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you need to be focused on to the cutting-edge tactics and tools that are working today. Right now, I have Amy Montgomery, digital marketing business coaching and digital marketer engage member, longtime member. She's awesome. She's actually had several viral TikTok videos with 4 million views on one of those videos this week alone. So we're going to be talking about viral funneling for TikTok. Welcome, Amy. Thanks for having me. So I'm super excited. I'm a self-proclaimed TikTok newbie. <laughs> so when you said like, oh my gosh, so many viral videos and I follow your channel. So I'm like, man, you make it look easy. Like they just come out. Oh, there's Amy again. So the brand recognition is there and obviously the hits are there. So let's get into it. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, when I started out, I had maybe one video on on YouTube that got popular, right? And so I thought like everyone else that, you get a viral video that's once in a lifetime, but then TikTok comes along and I started to get viral content. And over time, I kind of started to figure out that there was a formula with it. And at that point when I had about 14 viral videos and I say viral, those ones were up to like maybe 600,000 views. And then since I've had one, one TikTok that I got maybe Oh, I don't know, 60,000 views. I put it over on YouTube. It had got 3 million. And then I got another one that was 275,000 on TikTok. I put it on Instagram and this week it hit 4 million. So it applies to other platforms as well, but obviously it's a little bit easier to go viral on TikTok these days. So the formula that I've kind of figured out, obviously the number one thing is you've got to just disrupt people. And because they're going through the entire... TikTok and they get everything. So if you look like everyone else, hey guys, or stop scrolling. But <laughs> I always scroll right past this. Or even if you jump on, like you have the big bold captions, you know, the people have tried that. You've got to try something that nobody else is doing to get their attention. And you can shock people, you can put massive curiosity. 
Suspense works really, really well. That generally will increase your watch time by about 14%. So if you do something suspenseful, you put a tagline, this is what you're going to get, but it's got to be emotional. And that's the other thing is emotion. Every single video that has gone viral, even for my lead magnet, I got one that went viral for my lead magnet that had some emotion in it. I was exhausted. (laughs) At that time, I was like, why why aren't my videos going viral? I was so frustrated. (laughs) And I saw this gal's, another marketer, she was making $300,000 a month on how to sell online courses. And she was showing her dashboard of the money that she had brought in. And it was going viral. And I did a stitches where you can just grab a piece of it, like the most viral piece of their video Mm. and add your information to it. So if you can't come up with a disruption, grab somebody else's, it's already going viral and add to it. And I did it. And I said, she is making $300,000 a month and I'm giving it away for free link in my bio. (laughs) And my email blew up. Like I got all these people in my email to learn how. Oh, that's So, so smart. Yeah. But again, that still had my emotion in it. Like I was exhausted. Right. And then people were like, I'm automatically following you because you're giving it away. (laughs) You know, so (laughs) there's still emotional element to it. So either your emotion, the people that are watching it's emotion, a story that shows emotion. And that brings the next thing is story. If you can incorporate some sort of story in it, then that's almost guaranteed. If you do shock, something that makes people go, uh, Uh, Along with the story, like I sold out a supplement company. I sold out their Amazon store, the wholesale, and then also the manufacturer with one video. And it was all about parasites. Wow. It's so unrelated to supplements. Well, I'm sure you related it, but... Well, yeah. And I said how I got rid of thousands of parasites. Yeah. Yeah, That sounds like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And then this last week, I was like, I want to see how much money I can make on Amazon. Like... I could use a little extra cash and I had gotten rid of roaches in my house. And I thought, yeah, there's probably a lot of people that need to get rid of roaches because I'm in an apartment and my neighbors got them and I'm OCD, grossed me out. <laughs> yeah. Got rid of I them. So I promoted this product and I said, this is how I got rid of ro- roaches in one week. And you can do it too. And it blew up a half a million views. And I, I didn't make a lot of money on it. I mean, it, it sold like thousands of dollars came into Amazon, but I think in the end made $130 because it's such a small. Yeah. yeah, 3% or something. Yeah. So I'm like, "Eh, I'm not going to do Amazon again. So you've got a suspense, emotion, disrupting and story. Those are the main key points that you've got to have in order for something to go viral. And obviously if you're out there, you're doing digital marketing. That's really difficult to have unless you're going to go jump on like how to be rich overnight. Right. Yeah. So what my strategy has been is every once in a while, I mix a video in that I think is viral worthy that has those components or pieces of those components to make people watch to the end. And that gives more exposure to all of my other how-to content that right. doesn't necessarily naturally perform. But once they follow me, now they see all the, all the content. Oh, that's that's actually a really good distinction, like making content for general consumption versus like the awareness, attention, the shocking, the thousand parasites or whatever. Yeah. And I think that it's the nice thing about TikTok is that TikTok allows you to, you don't, it doesn't niche you down where you're in this niche forever. We've collected all of your data. It specifically says on their website that you can shift any niche at any time. They want to connect you with your audience. 
So if you do a video, it goes viral. Well, obviously, oh, now I was connected to all these people that have roach problems, right? <laughs> yeah, very but that's, that's now not my whole entire account is not about roaches now, where if you did that maybe on YouTube or Instagram, it'd be more likely for that to happen. Unless you just did a general feel good something. Like a lot of people do that. You see that a lot. Oh, there's Lewis Howes. He's got a feel good video and he doesn't do anything about that feel good video. He does, he's podcasting. So you could still get away with it. It's just, you have to own that narrative. You have to have enough of the how to, your bio filled out. This is what I do. This is who I am. And you're just having fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that the other aspect of that aside from it not niching you in, is that you can create more viral content related to the people that you want to serve. And I do that with coaches and consultants. Well, I'll do some psychology stuff or tell my own personal story of overcoming or whatever. And that will, those hashtags and that content will then connect me to coaches and consultants. Then I end up getting the messages. Oh, you do digital marketing. Yeah. Well, I think when people, for me, it's like, okay, I've seen Amy like 50 times in the last three days. All right, now I'm going to see what she does. It's kind of the experience I picture people having because that's what I do. Like, yeah, I have to see you a certain amount of times before I care at all. Unless it's so good, but those really viral content, that's not people who are re-consuming the information and eventually taking action. Yeah. So however you bring awareness or bring attention... I think is perfectly fine. Obviously, you wouldn't want something to be... I actually saw someone crying on her TikTok because she was talking about some talk topic that went viral and she was crying because she didn't want her account to be ruined, that she wasn't focused on her niche. And I I told her, I said, you don't have to worry about that. Like TikTok's not that way. All you have to do is create more content that is your niche, put some tash tags in there and it'll niche you back. It'll put you back in the right niche. And the crying I, think, uh, hell. I know she's really <laughs> upset. She's like, I'm ruining. This is my only opportunity. And it's not, I started around total mental health and only mental health stuff. And then I went through this transition and it was about a year for me to fully transition more to digital marketing, where I started mm-hmm. to see more digital marketing people and where people started to get somewhat interested in my content. And I had to have a couple of viral videos around digital marketing in order for it to have relevance. I did notice that where I would get like maybe 10 views on something. Hmm. And because the algorithm just didn't know what where to send my content. And that's the other thing that I noticed is that, is it quantity or is it quality? And when I first started out, I got all these viral, really like, all my videos are getting pushed out like crazy. I thought, oh, okay. So the ones that are getting 200 views, I should just put those private, right? And because nobody cares about them, then all my good stuff will get pushed out and then it'll grow. It seemed logic. So that's what I did. I put thousands of videos private and all of a sudden I got no views. And what happened was it was like, I had put so many videos into the algorithm that it was telling it where to send my content. And when I did that, it froze it up. And it didn't know where to send my stuff. So even if those videos weren't getting views themselves, it was telling where to send the rest of my stuff that was performing. So when I put them back public, my account went back to normal. Wow, that's good to hear. That goes back if you you do something like that. because Yeah, so you don't have to do a perfect... Every video you do is not a waste, I guess is yeah. my point. No, well, it's, it's kind of like looking at painting, like a masterpiece. You're not paying attention to that upper right corner where there's a green gradient 
but that still matters because it's part of the big picture of the brand, we'll say. I don't know yeah. how the TikTok algorithm works, but that's that's what I imagine. Yeah. So yeah. in regards to just say, okay, I want to build my account. I understand that I need a lot of content. I need to touch on the four points, the four a kind of shock. What were the four points? Shock? Suspense, emotion, disrupt, and story. Oh, wow. I didn't even get one of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm doing those four. Do you rotate those or just... Oh, because I'm like, okay, what can I do with this? How often should I post? How long should the videos be? How often should I do those four different types of videos? Like, do you have formulas for all of that? Yeah. So number one, when you get a viral video, then all of a sudden the rest of your content will kind of fall flat for a while. So Mm. it's good to wait a few days before you start posting again. That's something that took me a while to learn. I'm like, you know, because you're like, oh, I got a viral video. I'm going to post a ton of stuff. And then it's still pushing that other stuff out. And so it's not going to, it doesn't push your new stuff out as quite as readily, I suppose. Mm. So that's one thing, but I do, if I think that I'm going to purposely create something that is what I call viral worthy, because it might not go viral on TikTok, but if I put it on another platform, it could go viral. And it's got those four components. Think to myself, what story do I have that I can tell that has, that's emotional, that has some, some suspense, you know? I put one and, and, you know, it could be a joke. It it could be anything. You could put a question, an emotional, like big thing on a screen with text, dot, 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 and then give the answer at the end. It could be Uh, very, very simple that way. But again, it's got to be something that's emotionally engaging, curiosity, suspense. Like, what are they going to say? If you do that, then it'll go viral. So that's kind of what my approach is thinking, okay, what story okay, I've got a great story, but what's the hook? How mm. can I create suspense? And what what emotions am I talking about? Their emotions or my emotions? And that's kind of how I play it. So it does take some creativity. It does take kind of like some hashing out of how can we use those four components to create something. But once you kind of get it down, every once in a while, something will come up, especially if you're watching the trends. And that's the other thing I want to mention is that if you are using hashtags, and nothing is trending with that hashtag, it's not going to get you views. But if there's something that's trending, something that's going on, there's a community that's using these hashtags and they're readily involved in those hashtags and people are searching those hashtags out and they do search them because it'll say in your algorithm, they found it, they found your video by your hashtag and it'll show it out to those people. Mm -hmm. And so you can go into the business of Facebook where there's the ads and that it'll tell you what the trending hashtags are. So you're not going into the app trying to find... You can watch the trends and see, try to get ideas based off the content that you see, or you could go and just grab the data off of the Facebook, uh, off the TikTok ads page and see what is actually out there that's trending that you can jump on and use those tags. That's awesome. Now you talked about before we got on the call, the hashtags being used to find your niche. Is that this part of the same process? Yeah. So that's the other thing is that on top of jumping onto trends, you do want to use hashtags of the people, whether hashtags people are using that you want to serve and try to make some content around what they focus on. Because, you know, it does read like all the other platforms out there. It's going to read your what your words and what you're saying, people. So if you are out there serving e-commerce, start talking e-commerce 
and maybe not even use the word e-commerce, start talking about my packaging and the things that they deal with, the things that they're posting about. Go look at their accounts. What are they posting on? And post something similar to find them. And I think a lot of people miss that. They think, oh, I got to jump on a digital marketing trend. And then guess what? You're you're just connected to all these digital marketers. And if you just do the how-to stuff, then you're going to grow slowly because it's not very viral worthy, but you'll grow, but then you're just going to get all the digital marketers. That makes sense. Well, we talked about the creating content for your competitors versus creating content for your customers. And even just knowing who those customers are, because it's tempting. And you'll see a lot of digital marketers do that, where they're just coming out with digital marketing content about them doing digital marketing instead of the stories and the entertainment and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people, and it's funny because you know they're doing this. They're recording themselves talking to their computer like they're having a conversation. You don't see the other person. You don't hear their voice. One guy actually admitted that he has his son come in and ask him questions. That's and, actually a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's succeeding more than the guy that is having someone rec- it like he just set up a tripod and he's having a conversation with a blank computer. <laughs> you know, you could tell that they're doing, I mean, I guess not everyone can tell, but I can tell. And if you're going to do that, the one guy that's succeeding, what he does right is he cuts his sentences. Mm. He cuts right in the middle of his sentence of something emotional that he's saying, something that relates to emotion. And he'll post that. Or something, whether it's encouraging somebody, telling them to take a risk, tell them to do, and it's he's not doing a hook. That's his hook, is that cutting right into the middle. And you'll see that people do that with podcasts. They'll mm. cut right in the middle of the conversation where something really emotional is happening. So those are a couple of tricks that you can do where you disrupt because it's like, what? You're right in the middle of a conversation. Well, no, that's a great lead-in point because then you're like, oh, well, what was said before? What was said after? And that's yeah, like how they cut off shows. It's that curiosity, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so those are awesome tips. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. If somebody's just getting that first 30, So I know you've got awesome results for your clients. Do you have a process of like, okay, the first 30 days, we're going to make 30 TikToks and it's going to be 30 seconds a piece and so on and so forth? Or is it experimentation? 
Yeah. I mean, I think that it, it depends on how good you are at your content. You know, if you're fairly new at it, I have one client that I'm actually writing their video scripts for them and kind of having those components in so they can utilize those, try to kind of get in into that, that frame of mind of the type of stuff that they've got to create. But I think that when I started out, honestly, I was creating 20 a day. Wow. And it took me 20 minutes, but I had a lot to say. I'd come home from work and I'd uh, <laughs> <laughs> unload. <laughs> unload. Uh-uh. And every video was 60 seconds. So I had one minute to vent. And then you're thinking, how fast can I say this topic? Right. So some people are like 20, but I wasn't fancy with it. I wasn't like putting all the fancy captions and trying all the fancy editing. I wasn't worrying about any of that. I just was putting the content out and learning. And I think that that's probably the biggest thing that you can do is not be afraid and also prepare yourself because if you're a little bit timid now of putting content out, as soon as you get your first viral video, prepare that you will get massive hate on that video. Mm. Generally speaking, that usually happens because there's tons of trolls out there. Yeah, And if you aren't confident in yourself and just going to put yourself out there regardless of what you look like, regardless of what people say on your videos, and you can put filters, add filters and things to your comments. But at the end of the day, you've got to be mentally strong because it breaks a lot of people. And even people with millions of followers, they're like, I can't handle these comments. And you just can't let it get to you. Yeah, I remember that the one meme with the girl that looks kind of crazy. She has the wide, wide eyes and she's like a <laughs> crazy girlfriend. There's yeah. actually a whole YouTube series on her and her kind of like rise. And then she disappeared. And I don't know what she's doing now. But just so everybody knows, like even at that level where you're worldwide known, it still hurts to get comments like that. <laughs> it's tough. I had somebody that took one of my videos and was really picking me apart and putting like words all over my face and like just hating on me. There was a group of them and I had to like confront them and to get them to take stuff down and to stop it. But one of them even, she had half a million people following her and I did a live and she said she did a live of my live and was sending thousands of people into my live to hate on me. I didn't even know. Good or bad for the algorithm. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. (laughs) And I didn't know her. What had happened was there was somebody that had commented on her, one of her videos that said, you're not helping anyone. Amy is. And <laughs> so then she's like, I'll get her. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's that emotion side that you talked yeah, about. Yeah, emotion side. And so oh, the new one was hating on me. And I'm like, I didn't even know the person that commented. You have to be prepared for that stuff because it happens, unfortunately. And if you don't have that mental toughness and you're not emotionally you Stable, know, ready like, for it, yeah. then... And so that's why I say like, if you put tons of content out and you're putting tons of videos out, you're going to go through this emotional roller coaster. but it's a great preparation for you. Like post the sucky videos and just post them, just let them be. And they'll, they'll disappear in the algorithm. They tons of my videos you don't even see anymore. And then you get better and better and better at it. People get to be a part of your journey. And then you get a little bit tougher as things go on and mm-hmm. know that once you get a viral video, generally speaking, it quiets down for a while before things pick up again. So it's not like you just, oh, now I'm famous. You now know? I'm fa- oh man. Yeah. That's, I think that's the most disappointing part of, <laughs> of business in general, where you're like, I made it. And then you're like, no, you yeah. didn't. 
You made it no, right you now. That, <laughs> that tech, needle always moves. The needle always moves. And I'm at like 85,000 people follow me now. And nice. I personally don't really want to get much bigger than that. I'm a little bit afraid to get to 100,000 because I don't want to go from the micro influencer to the macro where you have less connection with your community. But we'll see. I mean, yeah, it is what sure. it is, you'll, right? You'll figure it out. I'll it's figure it be, out. <laughs> being flexible. I love that though. You know, and I had a conversation with the guys at Content Cucumber. So they help people with their written content. And they were just saying like, quantity isn't what people think it is. Because people think like, oh, I'll make 100 videos and each one gets 10 and then I'll have 1,000 hits. And that's better than me doing one video that gets 1,000 hits. The quantity is more about you just practicing a lot so you could make yeah. those big videos. And you're not always going to be able to make this viral, come up with this really great idea for a story. And no, those you know, never work. <laughs> yeah. And so if you feel stuck and you're like, oh, I'm not really consistently creating great content. Because I heard somebody say that. Well, why not just create great content all the time? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I make crappy content on purpose. <laughs> yeah, right? Like we're all putting our best, our effort in that day, um, our best foot forward. And so, and if you don't do anything, then you don't get any content yeah. out. So the best thing is just put the content out there, get whatever you can get out there. And if you can post it in the evening, it doesn't really matter because things will sit there until the evening anyway, when most people are on the platform, but, and then you get better and better at it. Like I said before, is that the beautiful thing is if you get a viral video, even if it's about something stupid, everyone looks at all of your series content as well. And I have a viral video, the one with four million is an old man and saluting the flag. And I put some emotional music, American music to it, put some his story on the screen and I made it a really emotional and it has nothing to do with digital marketing, but I've gotten tons of people messaging me. I'm a coach. Will you help me do my social media? Mm. So I'm still getting leads from it. It's just pushing all of my other content out and people are viewing all the other stuff. That's fantastic. So in terms of the tools, because you always see the duets, the stitching, the viral sounds, viral music, do you recommend just experimenting with that and see how it goes? Or do you have a process for like, okay, I'm going to do this many stitches a week? I honestly, when I have time, I'll sit down and I'll look at what's viral, Mm. what's going in that on before you. I'll listen, intentionally listen to the hooks they're using. I'll make notes of ones that I like. I might go to somebody else's that are similar niche niche to me and see what they're doing. And if there's something that is that's really going viral and people are really on, it's like really emotionally charged. I'll try to take advantage of that. If I have time, if I have something to say that Mm. I can add. And then as far as tools go, you do have to be careful of the sounds you use. Don't grab them off of other people's videos. Grab them out of the library because what happens is somebody will upload a sound, you grab the sound, and then it gets muted, and then that suppresses your account or it's a violation. So if you use the library, I also use TickSaver, which Mm -hmm. is an app that allows you to download and remove the watermark so you can repurpose them. I use CapCut, and then there's also Captions is a great one for captions if you want fancy captions. I also use CapCut for captions. You can do a little bit of fancy stuff in there too. But those are the main ones. And I think that TikTok now has more where you can do some more editing in the app. It's similar to CapCut. And I think the only thing is missing is the captions really. But I still like to pull it in there and repurpose it for other platforms. 
Yeah, I noticed that with the Instagram does a really good do- job with the captions. Like it does the cool typography where different size words and it, it looks neater. So sometimes I would, not that I have a viral account like you, but <laughs> I would do the <laughs> Instagram and then I'd take the Instagram and put it on TikTok because yeah. it was the same dimensions and it, it works out. Yeah, you could do either one. So whatever one works well for what you're doing and that you can do on the fly rather than on your computer, I think. That's awesome. Well, I think those are some fantastic tips. I'm definitely going to use them. Start turning on the camera, getting some videos up because it's a mindset. Like I'm going to put up several videos today and then you'll just get in the habit. Yeah, yeah. And anything throughout the day, you get inspired. You come up, you have a conversation Mm. with somebody, something frustrates you. Well, if it frustrates you, guess what? Frustrating everyone else. If you have anxiety about it, everyone else does too. (laughs) And I I used to go viral for my anxiety initially. (laughs) That's emotional. (laughs) Like during the pandemic, I started doing these videos like, oh my gosh, did you hear guys? And that would go viral because everyone was feeling the same thing. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think, yeah, I follow you all the time. Everybody should follow Amy. What's your TikTok and website for people to check you out? Yeah, if you look digital marketing strategy in TikTok, I am the very first account. And that's the other thing is that you want to make sure to name. There's two names on your profile. One is what you want to be found for. The other one is your actual name. You can also look up my name, but digital marketing strategy, I'll be the very first person, very first account in TikTok. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Always insightful. And I think your method, it sounds so simple, (laughs) but you're able to do it consistently for both you and your clients. And so it's, it's just very, very impressive. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with that friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarketer.com where you can get access to all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.